So two things I say to my clients are squeeze your bum because <laughs> it helps look after your back and you can do two more of anything. Welcome to the Put Yourself First podcast. Inspiring conversations with badass women. Empowering you to make time for your personal goals and put yourself first. Hey guys, today's guest is Sarah aka Squatbot. Sarah is such a positive energy. I love her loads and I really wanted to get her on the podcast to chat fitness. We chat CrossFit today, weightlifting, um, injury prevention, moving more, moving to feel good, Sarah's fitness philosophy that she works with, with her one-on-one clients. She shares so much fitness knowledge and great tips for all of us gym bunnies to go away and use. But even if you're not into fitness, I hope this is a really inspiring chat that will just encourage you to be kind to yourself and to just do something fun that's gonna make you feel good this week. Hi everyone, welcome back to Put Yourself First. Today I'm with my friend Sarah. Hello. 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 <laughs> I was like, do I say hello then or yeah, what? Yeah, okay. But that's why I always say, say hi when someone's on Skype because they're just like, uh, I'm waiting. <laughs> Introduce yourself and a bit yes. more about what you do. My name is Sarah, also known as Squatbot. Um, I am a personal trainer, I'm a fitness blogger, um, I do a little bit of marketing as well um, and I'm really into strength training and just things like hiking and swimming and just doing random things as well. <laughs> Love it. And how did you get into fitness blogging and PT in particular? Mom, it's a bit of a long, deep story. Um, so when I was a teenager, so that's like... We're talking 12 years ago now. I used to be massively into body pump, body combat, and I'd literally go four or five times a week for two hours a night. Um, and I remember uh, I remember doing half marathons then as well, and that was just a normal thing for me as well. Um, I split up with a boyfriend, and then I really got into partying, and fitness mm. completely went out of the window. Um, until my dad uh, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in 2012 um, and pancreatic cancer is a lifestyle cancer unfortunately um, and if you think about how lifestyles were in like the 60s and the 70s it was a lot about smoking, drinking, eating a lot with your mates um, and I became a lot more conscious about my own a like the time passing basically and mm. I'm not a very young person anymore um and my dad died in November 2013 uh, today actually it was oh November the 20th um I'm sorry. Uh, no don't worry and that's when I really got into fitness I was like look I really need to look after my health here um and you might say I went a bit over the top um I used it to channel I use it too much to channel grief mm. and I also went a bit too mad on the I need to be healthy um, so I think I'm a lot more balanced now um, and I I was doing a degree at the time so it was it was tough as well doing my degree um, but when I finished that I did a master's in sports marketing to get a bit closer to what I wanted to do 
Um, my mum said to me that at that point, why don't you do your personal trainer course? And I was like, don't be ridiculous. I've already been doing four years of education. Um, so it took me a couple more years to get around to doing my PT course um, because I realised I wasn't really happy behind a desk. Um, and I sat down one day and I put wrote down the things in life that made me happy and motivated me and I kind of came to the conclusion that coaching and personal training would help me fulfill those things uh, so that's how I got to where I am today that's amazing mm. I love that I always do that with clients who don't know what they want to do yeah like what let's just not focus on this one perfect yeah, life or one perfect job let's just think about what makes you happy yeah and what you would say is a priority for you I wrote down what I wanted life to feel like yeah so I wanted flexibility in life I wanted to help people and I wanted to make a difference and I kind of took those things and took the things I'm interested in and me almost made a Venn diagram and like what's this thing in the middle and I don't think I'm perfectly there with my career yet I still want it to evolve and change and help different types of people but it's it's getting there it's more on track now yeah and even just being conscious of that yeah conscious that you're working towards something mm-hmm. rather than maybe just going by the status quo yeah and just definitely. getting a good well-paid job where you could climb up the ladder and all this sort of stuff which for someone like you and me is an idea of hell <laughs> yeah i mean not not everyone wants to be self-employed and i think that's no, absolutely 100%. fine and i think it'd be a lot less stressful just in a normal it's stressful in a different way yeah um because yeah. i kind of the stress i have now is quite enjoyable stress <laughs> in a know. weird way i know i was thinking about that this morning i was sort of like oh i'm re- i'm just gonna be really busy in the next few months it's fun but busy. then i was kind of like but would I have it any other way? Yeah, no, you like, wouldn't. You'd be bored. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so back to fitness then. Yes. What I love about you and your fitness content is it's very positive and it's very empowering for someone like me to read because I'm Good. very fussy with the fitness people that I follow. Mm. And what? So what would you say for anyone who might not follow you already, which they should? Um, what would you say your like fitness principles are like when you take on let's say you take on your dream client yeah what are the principles that you're really trying to instill in them movement for the joy of movement and not for not to be thin not to be hench not to be anything other than the fact that moving is is an enjoyable thing for your body and it's what we should be doing um when I first started PTing and they kind of drill into you that everyone should have goals, everyone should be working towards this weight loss goal or this strength goal. Um, And I kind of got sucked into that a little bit because I thought, I remember saying to a friend at the time, I was like, my ethos isn't that sexy. Like people aren't going to be, people aren't going to see it and go, oh my God, I need to train with this person because I'm not showing big transformations. I'm not saying... I could help you lose X amount of weight. I'm saying, hey, come and train with me. Let's throw some heavy stuff around. Let's have fun. Let's get you really confident and loving life. And I thought it'd be a tough sell, but I'm actually starting to find quite a few people who are feeling that way about things, which is awesome. Um, Like I have clients who do box jumps and they're like, oh my God, I love this 
so much. Yeah. Or we'll do a clean from the floor and like they'll look at me with this like such happy face and I'll be like, yes, this is why I do what I do. Yeah. So that's that's my thing. Yeah. I feel like attitudes are changing. I, I totally that. agree. Yeah. You know, luckily it was a, it's about time, I think. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm. And you are a, quite a fan of CrossFit, is that fair to say? Th- or like you've definitely been a CrossFitter in the yes. past? Quote yeah, quote. I think that's probably more accurate. Yeah. Um, I was CrossFit mad for about two years. Okay. Well, even so, when I first when sort of a couple of years ago when I got back into fitness it was that super high intensity that I aspired to do mm. I, I looked at like all the girls on Instagram going like yeah that's so sick I could do that I could do muscle ups I want to snatch my body weight over my head and things like that and I really really went for it um and I'd say I don't want this to reflect badly on CrossFit because it's not the sport or the activity that does this to people because everyone goes, oh, if you do CrossFit, you get injured. Yeah. It's the certain personalities. So mm. I became quite addicted to it. I'd hammer it. I'd do things that I shouldn't be doing. I wasn't strong enough to do. Um, and I definitely wasn't getting enough rest. So I remember training for a competition. I'd work a full day. So I wouldn't be getting like the rest that an athlete would. I'd train at lunchtime and I'd train after work. Yeah. And I remember getting to the competition and feeling like rubbish. And I was so upset on the day because I did so much worse than I thought I would. And it's because I absolutely hammered myself beforehand. Yeah. Um, so I've moved away from it a little bit. I still do it sometimes because I still love adding intensity. I think everyone needs intensity in their training to a certain degree. Um, but not to the point that I was doing it um, and without the rest um, that I should have been getting as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, like you say, it's not it's not a comment on CrossFit specifically. Mm-hmm. It's that it's almost this epidemic of, of no days off, like just addicted to yeah. training and yeah. all, like, just completely overtraining. Yeah, and. You know, for everyone it's dangerous, but particularly for women who are the majority of people listening mm-hmm. to this podcast, like can fuck up your hormones. Yeah, it's definitely. just not you know, you can have way too much of a good thing. Definitely. Yeah. So the same could happen with the same does happen with you know, like marathon runners yeah. or like any sort of extreme endurance or quite high intensity sport especially like you say if you have that addictive personality yeah. which i'm lucky i definitely do not have oh, gosh. <laughs> like, i'm still i'm still dragging myself to the gym some days <laughs> and i've been, tra- I've been well, that's quite a healthy <laughs> a healthy way to look at it like yeah we're not gonna uh, we all know how much we need to move to be healthy and what strength training we should be doing and what cardio we should be doing but we're not going to be bouncing to do it every single day you know, um, some days you'll be like, yeah, this is cool, I'm looking forward to this training, and then some days you'll be like, you you have to drag yourself a little bit. Yeah. So I think that's fine. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from? You know, this sort of, like, compulsion to overtrain? Do you think it's impacted by social media, or...? I think it's... You, like, one, one element, I couldn't nail down exactly what it would be, it's probably a, a big amalgamation of factors, but one thing... For for me, I guess what it was is 
seeing my favourite athletes on social media. Athletes who, for the majority, do it full time. They have coaches, they have nutritionists, um, they train in the morning and then they rest completely. They have things that, let's say for instance, like uh, they put those legs trouser things on that help you recover do you know what i mean like compression kind of or, tra- yeah. um, or like ice recovery yeah so they're working really really hard on their recovery but they it's don't full, show it's that. literally a full-time job exactly so they're not i'm looking at them i'm looking at their highlights and i'm going oh my god yeah i can totally do that like i'm gonna go and smash it in the gym just like they can and i'm gonna be as successful as they are but what's happening for me instead of going to do the lovely recovery rest I was going to a desk job and I was getting stressed um and then coming home trying to look after my my home life as well my family and my social life but what you'll find is a lot of these athletes make yes they get all the rest but they make a lot of sacrifices when it comes to their friends and family as well like they're not going to be going to the pub on a Friday night having a couple of wines and then expecting to get up on a Saturday morning and do I was doing like three hours on a Saturday so I was doing a normal class I was doing um team training and then maybe we'd do an endurance class as well and I was wondering why why I wasn't getting any better (laughs) and now I look back and I'm like it's so obvious why what was going on there so I think possibly only seeing the highlight reels of athletes is was my reason so it could be one of the reasons for others but I'm sure there's lots of other reasons going on there yeah so what does your I know everyone's individual mm-hmm. but I'd love to hear like how you went from like potentially addicted to training yeah. and just completely overtraining. Yeah. how did you go about scaling that back for anyone listening who might be thinking oh my like I completely relate to I feel like I'm not improving I feel like I'm overdoing it um I guess for the general population if you're really if you're serious about you want to get better at certain things is get a coach who a, a personal coach who will say to you do this and then rest and then do these things so instead of just going and hammering all the classes and just going all out everything you'll have a coach who will periodize things for you you might have a harder week and then you'll have a deload week and then you'll have a a bit of a strength cycle so they'll put you through um sort of different cycles and periods really to help you rather than just going 100 percent all the time yeah what happened to me is so from march i started working two jobs so i was working my full-time desk job and I was PTing 7 to 8 a.m. and then after work, usually about three or four night days a week, and then Saturday as well. And I kind of thought to myself, if I am really serious about this, something's got to give, and it was my training. Um, and although I, I don't feel as fit now, but I feel a lot happier and um, more content in myself. Um, that was probably one of the best things that. I could have done because I never throughout working those two jobs I didn't get ill I could concentrate on both of my jobs I trained as and when I felt like I wanted to and there was fun so maybe that was like two or three times a week um, so I guess I kind of swapped one 
full-on addiction for another <laughs> however <laughs> it was a means to an end yeah. and I always knew it was a means to an end so I knew I wouldn't be doing that for the rest of my life I just had to get through this phase where I pushed hard through two jobs and now um, from the 1st of August I was self-employed so I'm a lot more in control of my own time my own training now Amazing. Mm. yeah and for anyone listening then who is looking to have a more balanced structure mm. is there any sort of again nothing can be completely generic but mm-hmm. when you're say you're working with a new client and you know they might have been to crossfit they might just love going doing weights and mm-hmm. they want that they want a bit more balance and a yeah. bit more structure in their routine like what what do you look to add in and what do you how do you structure your own workouts mm-hmm. as well like to be more to be more balanced and more intuitive yeah i'm still working on that for myself yeah weirdly um that's why i think everybody needs a coach because sometimes you're so close to something that you you don't see it yourself at the moment i'm just doing bits and bobs that i enjoy so i'll go for a nice walk or i'll go climbing and then i'll do two strength sessions a week in the gym so at the moment i'm just doing what i feel without pushing it too hard um, when I get clients who um, I've only had a couple that have come to me who are kind of overtraining, not seeing results, we we take a look at what they're doing now. So I think it's good to know where you're coming from, like any like you do with your business. Yeah. Or you'd say, where are we now? What are we doing? Um, how are you feeling about this? We'd make some changes. Say, for instance, take out um, if they were doing four spin sessions a week take a couple of those out maybe add in a strength session or two a week and then assess over the next month how they're feeling so something that could work is maybe thinking each day how stressed you are out of 10 how well you slept out of 10 um and then getting to the end of that month and going has this improved has it gotten worse if it's improved great stick with it maybe even add another strength session in um so it's looking at data a little bit uh, but also applying that data to how you feel Mm. um, and using that data to create a bit of a a strategy for your life Um, does that even sound balanced I think you need that strategy to really create that real balance yeah until you have to have a strategy if it's a it's a learning curve yes exactly it's changing your lifestyle yeah Because we're so, because your word though is intuitive, which I really, really like. But because we have media, we have our own thoughts, like we almost lose our intuition. Mm. And you almost have to work back to what is actually intuitive for me. I agree. Yeah, Mm. I completely agree. Are you still finding that a lot of women are cardio bunnies then? Because you've said they're like, yes, you're doing four spin classes a week. Yeah. Maybe don't do four spin classes a week. (laughs) I guess yes and no. I guess if you go to the gym and you don't know what to do, um, you revert to cardio because that's kind of the easiest thing to do. Most classes are cardio based. So what I used to do, like when I did my body combat, I'd just go because it was on and I knew that if I went to the gym and I did body combat, I'd dump my workout. Yeah. I think a lot, so many more women are getting much more into strength and really realizing the benefits. Um, hormonally as you mm. said uh, things like bone strength yeah for our longer so term important. yeah and I, I do think 
widespread media is getting a lot better at that. Um, but at the same time, I think widespread media also gets us into a tizzy. Like, you should do this. This, this study says this. And you kind of go, oh my God, what do I actually do? Yeah. Um, so I think we're getting there. But there's a lot of conflicting opinions. Um, and of course, everyone has an opinion that are probably based on facts but you take away you sometimes listen to facts and you interpret them differently so i think that's where having a strategy comes in sticking your strategy for a bit and changing maybe one thing at a time to depending on how you feel yeah great advice and so on the flip side then Mm. you said like a few of your ladies are over have been over training what about the other people who if there's anyone listening to this because i'm aware that we're quite well you're obviously fitnessy i'm quite fitness minded Mm -hmm. for anyone listening who you know only goes to the gym once a week or just is not would not consider themselves in this would not consider like the gym the hobby Uh and they're just like i have no idea i just know i need to like move more how do you incorporate fitness and a fitness routine into a client's life if they're like starting from scratch basically so something that a client said to me that i have really it's really stuck with me and i really really liked it she said something like oh i didn't think i was a fitness person (laughs) and you've just described me as a fitness person and yourself as a fitness person but actually we're not fitness people we're not um you know we're not working people we're not any of these things we're just people and you don't have to be a fitness person to go to the gym or enjoy moving your body you just have to be a person yeah (laughs) so just because you don't consider yourself oh like i can't do that i'm not a fitness person yeah i really do think that's a a big mindset thing for a lot of people and it's going back to balance again it's so hard to get balance you do want to be an extreme you want to be an extreme fitness person (laughs) or you want to be a not fitness person but there is a middle ground where you're just being a person you're going to the gym because it's healthy going home you're working you're helping your kids with the homework you're doing all of these things that create your life um but you don't have to go to an extreme just to be fit or enjoy the gym or go out and enjoy your own I love that. So, if someone's going to add like one thing into their routine yeah. or life this week, what do you think, particularly women, yeah. could be doing? So, like, if you do, you have any sort of go-to exercises or any sort of I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That are particularly going to benefit women and just sort of across the board are going to make you feel better, basically. Yes walking yeah (laughs) i know that's kind of unexpected (laughs) yeah (laughs) coming from a personal trainer who does enjoy the gym and does do weights i don't think you can't get enough walk well you probably could get too much walking but um just moving about throughout the day um the studies that show that even people who people who sit all day go to the gym and they smash a workout and yes they might burn calories to maintain their weight but it's that element of walking throughout the day that we're missing out on um and even if you do that smash it you're still an increased risk of mortality so what i try and encourage again we'll track it so i think step counters have a time and a place Mm. i don't think they have a place for 
competition you know remember when it was like oh I've done more steps than my mate yes yeah it's not it's about that it's more about tracking your data again so you did 5,000 steps today how about next week we do 6,000 steps yeah and you do that by setting a timer on your computer so every hour every half an hour you go to the toilet you go and fill your water bottle up so you just really get into that habit of as many steps as you can and if you're doing a thousand steps a day set a target for two thousand steps yeah that ten thousand step is has been shown to be an arbitrary number um oh, I didn't and, know that. yeah so it's great if you can reach ten thousand steps but if you're speaking to someone who is doing a thousand and ten thousand seems a light year away you and want they to just start think, why bother? Yeah, they think that's too much, <laughs> I can't even bother trying that. But yeah. if you go from 1,000 to 2,000, then that's much more realistic. Yeah, I love that. And mm. I love that you said walking. Yeah. Because that is just, that has been my biggest focus this year. That's awesome. Even though I love the gym, I love weightlifting, Yeah. I love classes, I just, I, the, nothing beats it for me. Mm-hmm. Just being, Just being conscious of how sedentary I was yeah because I was that person who was all high and mighty because I went to the gym yeah I did this huge like horrible sweaty workout <laughs> come home dripping in sweat I had a shower and then sat on my arse all day and I was like that's my activity done for yeah, the day yeah tick my box but it does make a huge difference yeah to definitely. your energy like mental clarity yeah and you know health and weight if that applies to you or whatever else just because you your body's like made to move yes it's, <laughs> it's totally so to is a yeah. little robot sat at a desk <laughs> <laughs> so i want to ask um what are your what are the big no-nos that you see a lot of women doing in the gym yeah i guess the gym that i'm I work from is slightly different because it is a CrossFit gym downstairs and upstairs it's a personal training gym so every every gym goer I see has a coach of some description whether they okay. see them um, in a group setting or they see them individually yeah. so it, maybe it, just like gyms in general yeah um so I'm sure have you worked at other gyms no I've only no. been at this gym I've been yeah but you've trained in yes. conventional gyms yeah. so you'll have seen I guess the the couple of things I would say is not eating enough to mm. fuel your goals. Yeah. Um, eating too clean, because <laughs> that's what I used to do. I used yeah. to think I used to eat this really. I'm gonna do the quote bunny bunny air quotes. Mm. Eat a clean diet and yeah. think that I could put on muscle and I'd have loads of energy to train. And the reality is, I didn't at all. Um, and when you say clean you mean like quite low sugar or, yeah 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 which means that your carbs are lower which means that it's really hard to exactly. eat in a surplus <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um only training posterior chain okay. so just bum <laughs> yeah yeah so even if you do want to build your bum and you build your bum strength you do need a whole a whole body holistic approach as well yeah because if you train and you get a really strong bum it's going to take your uh, posture out of whack a little bit right so make sure that you're training um hamstrings quads uh your core even your upper body get yeah. a nice balanced push pull legs neglecting yeah. upper body. um however a lot of my clients have got pull-ups as their goals so i think That's i think cool. it's a, a cool thing to train your upper body now yeah. as well 
Um, what else would be a mistake? Uh, training for too long. Just going in for the gym for two hours um, yeah. without much of a focus. So you can have an awesome workout in 30, 45 minutes if you go in with a plan, smash yeah. through your plan, and then you can get out and you can hang out with your family or go to the <laughs> cinema or whatever you want to do. Yeah. I just can't, can't even imagine spending two hours in the gym. See, that that used to be my social... <laughs> yeah. It used to be my social I life. Can see, I can see how from a like, CrossFit, for example, perspective, yeah. it is socialising. Mm-hmm. But for me, the gym is like me time and I don't I don't yeah. want to talk to anyone. I don't even want to talk to Adam, who <laughs> my fella. Like, just, just let me do my thing for yeah. an hour and then back to life. Yeah. <laughs> but two hours is long. No, it's long, isn't it? Yeah. I love that you said the eating thing because that's just something that's been talked about a lot on the podcast mm-hmm. by completely different people from different yeah. like health professional backgrounds. Um, I had like a hormonal healer and like balance, and she talked about women potentially messing up the hormones because yeah. they're like constantly dieting. And um, when Vicky was on, she talked about she actually talked about building your bum because a yeah. lot of girls are going in, you know, doing all these glute exercises. Mm-hmm. And then going home and eating like a little chicken salad, yeah. and then just like, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to build muscle eating <laughs> eating lettuce. Yeah. So just to reiterate for anyone listening, if you want to tone up bunny ears, <laughs> I hate that word. If you want to tone up or add muscle onto your body, which is toning up, you need to eat more than your than your maintenance. Yeah, yeah. You need to eat more than you're burning. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just a completely new concept for yeah. most women still. Yeah, totally. And also, when, yes, you might do all of this glute building work and you'll eat more, you will put muscle on your glutes, but when you put weight on, it's not always going to be muscle. So you have to accept that there will be a little bit of fat gain as well, um, which I think is really, really difficult for women. I, I do it. Um, I'm like, yeah, I want to build my bum. I want. I'm going to eat more, and then I stand on the scales and like, oh, I'm heavier. Yeah. I'm like, but that's what you wanted. Um, the other half of me is going, no, but we're heavier. And I'm like, no, that's that's what we want here. That's what we're working yeah. towards here. So it's so hard to get your head around. Um, and of course, just what the media says yeah. about things as well. So it's just yeah, it is just drilled into us that small, like smaller, smaller, smaller. Yeah putting on weight equals bad exactly yeah (laughs) yeah okay great advice thank you Mm. just to finish then before Mm -hmm. we go into the quick round do you have any favorite for women who are strength training Mm -hmm. particularly or like runners or just just someone who's um someone who's always looking to improve and look after their body you know injury prevention thinking about all that kind of stuff what are your like three maybe favorite exercises that yeah. you think with good form obviously everyone should be incorporating in some way so it's going to be the classic squat bench press deadlift mm-hmm. um and then outside of those maybe a shoulder press 
a glute bridge so that's having the barbell across your hips yeah. um, and the glute bridge will really contribute to your squat and your deadlift as well especially for runners or anyone that does a sport like that at single leg work and single mm, arm work yeah um so i need to focus on that more. oh yeah definitely we all have one leg or one side that works harder or is we're all shaped slightly different like like some of us have got legs slightly longer than the other so yeah. even when you're squatting one side will naturally take over a bit more so splitting out something like a bulgarian split squat or a single leg deadlift will work to even those out yeah and you are would you always do single leg or single arm stuff in a larger session so if you were doing an upper body session would you always incorporate almost always yeah yeah Yeah. because i've had which i've spoken to sarah about anyway (laughs) i've had two like different injuries that i've been working through with a chiropractor and almost everyone i ask is like single arm Mm -hmm. single leg you lot like if you've got an imbalance you need to tackle it yeah. rather than just ignore it, which is what yeah. I can do. <laughs> I think everyone does that. You don't want to admit that you, yeah. you have this imbalance. And also, it's tough on the ego. Yeah. So say, for instance, you're deadlifting 100 kilos and then you go down to a single leg something and you find one side really tough. Yeah. It's really tough for your ego to be like, we need to do this. Yeah. It really doesn't matter that the weights are lower. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that'll be me in the next six months. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so quick round questions yes you listen to the podcast don't you so you know well you feel like you'd nod whether you did or not because i was just like you listen to the podcast don't you <laughs> yeah you do um i ask every guest these questions mm-hmm. at the end because put yourself first is all about empowering women to put themselves first and make time for themselves and with that being said question one is what's your go-to self-care ritual if you come home from work after a long day salt bath love it yeah just any epsom salt pretty much yeah yeah i do love the because since recovering from my injury as well the magnesium salt yeah oh love it dr salt yeah yeah they're the ones i use yeah (laughs) cool second question is what's challenging you to leave your comfort zone recently my clients um because everyone is so different and everyone has their own unique challenges and sometimes a client will start with me and i'll be like oh my god this is too much for me but actually if i just do a bit of research i speak to people and i speak to them um i find myself growing a lot more love it yeah what are your goals for 2019 oh man so I've not refined them. Again, I've got this feeling. It is only November. I, yeah, I have a feeling of what I want to do. I haven't nailed it down, and it's to do with getting people, women, more active um, and getting them functionally fit. I've not quite nailed it down. I would like to climb Kilimanjaro as well. Just putting that Just, out there into the world. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Just a casual person. Yeah. yeah. Love it. And do you have any resources that you'd recommend to other people listening? Yes, so it depends what um, how you consume media. Um, I am a big reader, um, so I like reading blogs like Girls Gone Strong, which is awesome, especially if you are pre or postnatal. And you could be postnatal, even if you're five years postnatal, they'll be able to help you. Um, a couple of Instagrams I really like are Dr. Jacob Harden, um, Shona Virtue, Squat University and Achieve Fitness Boston 
who are all big into form and um jacob harden is about he's a physio so he's about pain and pain management and releasing different parts of the body um what else uh the opex fitness downloads so they have a lot of free pdf downloads um and they are my favorites yeah cool i'll have to check those out yeah definitely i do love show showing it yeah she's great yeah because she's all about mobility and that's something i just need to work on mobility with strength yeah yeah so not getting so being strong in those man being flexible and being strong in those ranges is what she's about really because you can be flexible without being strong in those ranges yeah it's that it goes back to the balancing yeah definitely yeah do you want to shout yourself out let us know where we can follow you online so my instagram is squatbot my blog is that squatbot and it's really good for um people who are looking to get into exercise and also people who want to know a little bit more about specific type of exercise um i train people out of train healed green um and you can drop me a line for a free consult um or if you ever have any questions generally about fitness just drop me a line i don't mind at all thank you so much all right thank you for having me your email in yeah that's cool in the show notes as well for anyone within the manchester area who wants Mm -hmm. to get in touch as well amazing any tip to leave people on a little gem of wisdom a little quotable (laughs) just to spring it on you so my clients always say (laughs) that so two things i say to my clients are squeeze your bum (laughs) because it helps look after your back and you can do two more of anything and they've literally Mm. told me that sometimes they'll be doing something and then I'll be on their head going, you can do two more of anything. And then they do two more. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. That's all right. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Speak soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Put Yourself First. If you enjoyed it or you have any feedback, I would love you to leave me a rating and review wherever you're listening to this. And if you'd like to reach out to me on social media to let me know you enjoyed it or just have a chat and say hi, I'm at cat underscore horrocks on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're feeling extra kind, share this on to a friend who you know needs to hear this one too.